So it's not only about me going to a place to see how beautiful it is. That adds, but I also want to tattoo in that beautiful location. What's happening humans? Welcome to the Blackberry with me Sai Sandesh Marker. I hope you're all having an amazing week. Today's guest on the interview is Shashi Prachapati who is a tattoo artist. He's been a tattoo artist for a little over 10 years now. I've known him since 2010. I actually have a tattoo which is done by him on my left wrist. That is actually the last tattoo that I ever got. Shashi right now is a traveling tattoo artist. He goes from one place to another, he takes appointments, he inks people and then he goes to another place and he does the same thing. His motto is tattoo travel jeep repeat and that is what he's living by. He has an amazing story to tell. On this episode we discuss about his childhood, how his parents reacted to his career choice, who he has worked with, who inspires him, and we also talk about a particular highlight in his career. It's about a location in India that he has tattooed someone and is an amazing story a very inspiring one and we also talk about a particular tattoo that that he thinks is the most challenging tattoo he's ever done so keep listening in be hooked in this is an amazing story that you will ever listen about a tattoo artist and if you've ever thought what a tattoo artist life is like he explains it very beautifully and if there's anybody who is thinking of taking tattooing as their career he also gives out some amazing advice so yeah before we get into it as always on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast please take a screenshot put it up on instagram stories and tag me so that i'll know how many of you are listening to it and also it will help me grow this is shashi prajapati here we go yo Yo, what's up? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for doing this, man. Welcome to the Blackberry. Thank you so much for having me, bro. <laughs> this is amazing. I swear. So, where are you right now? You're in Goa, right? Yeah, I'm in Goa right now. I have to tell you, man. I lied to you before. I am not sitting with a beer in my hand. I'm sitting with green tea, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think you've sobered down, is it? No, no, no. I've never, I've never been that kind of a guy who's drank a lot. So you know, I, mm-hmm. I never got around the drinking thing all the time. So you know, now I, I don't know why. I'm just thinking that I want to be a little bit more healthier than usual. So I'm just drinking yeah. green tea. But if this podcast goes nice. well, I swear to God, I'm going to go have a beer. <laughs> Let's get started. I don't know if you've ever been in an interview. I mean, I've never interviewed a tattoo artist before. No, man, first time. <laughs> wow! And and it's crazy doing it with you. So, <laughs> Thanks, thank you, thank you, thank you as well. So let's start at the beginning. You know, let's start with your childhood. How was your childhood? And um, I don't think it was uh, you know, like a standout. because if you if you go to see uh kids or every anyone who is around our age right now mm-hmm. you know 30 31 or in their late 20s so going back 30 years it, you didn't have a lot of things it was your gully cricket and you know playing things in your gully it was it was like that yeah so so yeah parents moving from uh gujarat to bombay they also had their own struggles we happened me and my elder brother there were a lot of things going around at that time and yeah i think it was just average uh, nothing crazy uh, having a lot of uh, things to play with or uh, you know stuff like that like nowadays every kid has a fucking ipad <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have all of those things you know so it was just going out on the streets uh, you know five six uh, friends with their cycles go around somewhere it was different that back then it was nice 
Yeah, I guess I guess uh, nobody's childhood whoever grew up in the 90s was any different than what you explained now because uh, yeah it's it's always been the same thing uh cycle gully cricket chocolate <laughs> shots yeah contra contra <laughs> yes contra damn it you know get some friends around make a group and then you're on contra wwe was new oh so, yeah Wow, I love that. How's and they're actually doing WWF? I've done that. I've gotten beaten on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. We've done all of that, and I'm like, yo, एक दिन बड़ा होके WWE करेगा. So yeah, we grew up on that, and it was all real. अभी yeah. you know it is not. WWE is not real. <laughs> But. So how did yeah. you, how did you get into tattooing though that happened when i got my first, uh, first tattoo when mm-hmm. i was 21 like it was like a birthday gift to myself i had started working in in call centers in that time so i saved up some money and then went and got myself a tattoo and the whole process uh, it was being done now i was one thing of, of sure i was i knew what i wanted so i did my research uh and then went to the artist uh spoke to the artist showed them few designs and and asked uh, what's going to look best because now i don't know because you know i have four five of these and i'm confused <laughs> so that's when the whole you know the consultation happened and then artist getting to it uh telling me what what's right uh what will look nice uh and then yeah man the whole process both uh the tattoo was done by two artists in two different sessions because i had to break it down mm. so i got the uh, piece finished in two different sessions uh yeah the the whole process how she did it that got to me okay. and i was like this is what i want to do i, I want to try this and went out get got myself uh, machines and stuff like that and, and then yeah i did like i think about three or four tattoos on my friends mm-hmm. and by the third of yeah you know by, by then i realized i don't know shit like i don't <laughs> know what i'm doing so that psyched me out more and then <laughs> like, no i'm not doing this i want to learn this properly so i looked around uh, i went around places asking if there is anyone to teach and and then i came across uh, samir's profile on facebook okay uh, samir uh, head of crayons you know he's he's the best in the industry one of the best in the industry right now mm-hmm. so got across his profile and his work there were few pieces one uh, i remember was a color piece a smoke going up in color Ooh. and it looked so real it looked so real i'm like fuck is that even possible you know i added him on facebook and got talking to him met him a couple of times and that's when i decided this is the guy i want to learn from that is and crazy i'm so glad that he agreed to teach me because i didn't know shit i didn't know what i was getting into because i want to learn this yeah man that's how i got into tattooing it was so <laughs> the first ever tattoo that you you got yourself done was a tattoo was... that was done on two sessions yeah it was in two sessions because i didn't have enough money so that was the option given that you can break break down this tattoo in two sessions and finish it when you have the money so that that worked for me like okay cool i'll save up some more and come back and that's how i got it done what was the tattoo uh, flames uh, again you know i grew up in my 20s with linkin park and i'm in i'm so uh, flames were Uh, inspired by chester so yeah man linkin park happened chester happened and then flames happened so <laughs> I got it 
get it done on my hands so i got it done uh, on my leg on my left leg oh wow wow to... <laughs> from parents they didn't know <laughs> i started wearing full pants from shorts to hide it cuz it, it was on my ankle so like i have to hide it started wearing full pants but you know you you can't really hide anything from your parents they know <laughs> the moment there is a change in your behavior they know so my mom knew there is something going wrong something's up with this guy and yeah she found out that i have a tattoo on my leg i'm like oh it'll go away it's okay it's not going to show much uh, you know i made all kinds of lame excuses she didn't say much but then we were scared of dad what will dad react and uh-huh. how was he going to take it so by then i got one more tattoo on my hand and it was a religious tattoo so one day dad saw that and he's like huh religious stuff huh okay cool he didn't say much you know slide it in and got through that but then i started tattooing so that i i was doing in shifts i was working in call centers uh, on the side i'm doing this so so he didn't say much he sure wasn't happy wow so so uh, how, how, what's your parents reaction right now that you're doing this as a full job um i think they're still digesting the fact mm-hmm. i would say because you know as we go by uh, society and what uh, people from the temple are going to think because the way i look now is way different from what i used to be mm-hmm. so i have few things now i have tattoos they show uh, i have a beard so you know appearance making an appearance becomes uh, sometimes like look kya kahenge shit mm-hmm. but then uh, because i'm doing good i think he's he's happy with the fact that i'm doing good and that is one thing that keeps him going that keeps me going that and i understand that you are from a little bit of an orthodox family right yeah yeah absolute orthodox family so this must have been like definitely more tougher for you it's been a journey <laughs> i've been kind of a rebel so i've gotten around because see honestly i dropped out right so after dropping out what do you do do you do something about it or are you not going to do anything uh. now when you don't do anything is when your parents get pissed yeah yeah right that's when it gets worse and and doing good in whatever you're doing uh, whether they understand or not because tattooing is you know for orthodox parents to get into it and understand so uh, i did my thing i stuck on to it like this is what i'm doing and and i continued with it i moved to bangalore uh, from bombay once i started getting into the you know tattooing industry and learning tattooing i got moved to bangalore that was a different uh, scenario than how they take it and and then the only thing i could tell them was if i got a, a got an engineering job and then if i got posted somewhere you probably would be okay with that it's the same thing it's a job i'm i'm going somewhere to learn and i'm going to do my job it's okay so i mean uh, you moved to bangalore when i moved to bangalore uh, around late 2010 oh okay yeah and then i moved out around 2014 wow i think i remember you know when i walked into uh, into the um, uh, studio which was there in kormangla at that point of time I got my mm-hmm. first tattoo from Deep, right? He's still there. Crayons is still there same place. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that is that is there as it is. You should go visit Deep. Oh fuck, I had no clue. I thought he had moved to Indranagar and all these things. I have no clue because uh, he's not even that present on the social media, so you know, I don't even know how to track the guy. Yeah, just call him or just drop him a message. Yeah, I should do that. I should definitely do that, man. So that was when I kind of walked in, right? And uh I got this uh guitar tattoo on me which was the biggest tattoo on my hand. 
and uh, after that i met you and right. then my, i got my cousin along i think i got my cousin along first then i i still remember uh, it was on october 2nd and uh, we had scheduled the mm-hmm. uh, uh, session at that point of time i remember it so well even before my tattoo my cousin got the tattoo done and it was you who did it the gracias alavida i don't know if you remember that oh yeah. yes <laughs> over 2010 yes yeah. and i saw i was going through my uh, you know all my works that i have done and when i started i was just going through the data and i saw this tattoo which is why i even more like remember it very clearly i just saw it fresh i have a picture of him and yeah i was on his wrist on the side yeah, of his hand exactly on the side of his hand yes i have i have the picture That's also awesome. yeah, 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 yeah you should you should i'm sure even he has it. even i have the picture you know that the picture that we we took in your studio and that part of time the studio was like so awesome like you know for me to even just walk into the studio i was like whoa this is a place to work <laughs> yeah i think we definitely had one of a kind studio uh, i think now it should be good what did you change uh changed my network from jio to vodafone oh shit i think it's much better now <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i hope so yeah so we were speaking about your studio yeah man kormangla studio was the place i grew up mm-hmm. yes, i moved to bangalore uh, and i was 21 22 okay so you know th- those are your prime uh years of growing up and you're going to learn whatever you're going to learn so from being with the kind of people you're going to be with uh your your surroundings basically and growing up with tada was was something else because i learned a lot from him i came there to learn that way you know i came there to learn the art form in the bargain he taught me so many more things that was uh i can't even begin with you know so many things i don't know which one to point out uh-huh like personal life uh how because see when when you're 21 uh you're at your prime uh-huh. now whatever someone's going to feed in that is going to stay and and that's how you grow and eventually as you keep growing you have your brain of your own also and then you see what's wrong what's right but the initial days is when you want a mentor man that was him wow dada <laughs> dada <laughs> my god talking deep to you is deep the creep <laughs> he creeped in he stayed <laughs> he will stay <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's you know that's very good because uh when uh, i came in and i got the tattoo done in 2012 from deep you know i waited for like 2 years because you guys were like shit expensive for my liking uh <laughs> <laughs> see I, we've all gone through the same phase like i yeah. said i might have to done also in two phases so i when i got this done in 2012 right and i was like so excited I was like i finally getting a tattoo from an actual tattoo artist because i got my other two tattoos from the chutia in uh, commercial street hmm <laughs> <laughs> i was so I was so pissed off when Deep told me that you know your tattoo is not supposed to come out like that. It's not supposed to build a layer. You know, mm. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck mm. did this guy do to my arm? And the, and then you know when when I started like when when uh, Raven, my cousin, got the tattoo done for me, I was yes. so excited. Raven. Yeah, yes. Raven. And then when uh, I got my tattoo done from uh, Deep uh, in 2012, I got so excited. And then. I I got a tattoo done from you uh in 2015 uh no I think it's 2014 I guess and uh it was the tattoo that we had uh, uh I got I I I have to say man that this tattoo is still the most meaningful tattoo that I've ever gotten done family bro <laughs> yeah family family oh, that is more important so 
it, it it's going to be very important absolutely and, what was the most difficult thing that you had to come across oh man so many yo um from from deciding to doing this to where i am to where i will be or wherever i'm headed that that is something that uh, makes you mhm uh let's say moving to a city like i'm a bombay boy you know <laughs> i'm a bombay guy from that uh, who's never stepped out of house to moving to a different state where uh, not a lot of people speak hindi now they do uh, then there is english as a second language my my english was also not very strong mm. so call centers helped me a lot work on my english also mm. fluent enough but vocab sucks mm. <laughs> so i i can have a decent conversation then bangalore uh, i don't know kannada right you know uh, so having a conversation with your rickshaw guy to you know any other place you want to go language was an issue um and more than that what i am doing right now uh tattooing why we are having this conversation you know i didn't know how to draw wow i think that was my biggest struggle wow <laughs> learning the art from the scratch like literally holding how to hold a pencil like in back in school and all i was uh more interested in music like being a part of music uh, playing instruments or singing or whatever but i i didn't have uh, exposure towards uh, drawing arts there was drawing uh, you know lectures and stuff but how you can work on that all of that didn't happen so i didn't have an arts background wow start from scratch till date till date every artist that i see coming up or there there is so much to learn from everyone like every single artist you meet because wow. everybody draws differently everybody's hand is different everybody's brain is different so even if uh five people were to draw the same thing they will all have their touch to it mm so it went, that's when it stands out so that 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 you would say that was a struggle like that was the biggest struggle i think yeah man biggest uh, i didn't know how to hold a pencil <laughs> wow and and so, being a tattoo art artist that is very important like i said i didn't know what i'm getting into how it's done uh, what are your requirements to fit into a job didn't know shit but i knew this is what i want to do wow this is so <laughs> this is turned out to be so inspiring than i thought it should be this i thought this is like a chill podcast but you know this is so inspiring because you just dove in like you had no fucking clue and you just no dove clue. in yeah man and now when i think i'm like what was i thinking and now even if i meet an artist who or someone who wants to be a tattoo artist i have the first question uh, which was asked to me do you draw mm. are you drawing on paper or doing any kind of art now i know the importance of doing that mm. absolutely and that's when again deep comes in the picture you know uh learning styles from him uh watching him draw because i am a visual person as i grow i realize uh, visually i can capture more things and i remember them better watching him draw and uh, while he's teaching me or just when he's drawing i've learned a lot from that just by watching wow. uh, even when he's tattooing uh, every chance i got to watch uh, samir tattoo because i was in mumbai for a long time no mm. every time i got a chance to watch him tattoo before i would ask my question i'd watch him do things and see if i got my answer mm. of why he did he did and then if i want to confirm i'll ask him to see if what he was thinking was right or wrong so oh. i 
different ways of uh, learning the entire process i don't know if that's how uh, it works i think it was different but that's in my brain that 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 must that is something that i've never expected that you would say that that you struggle <laughs> you know that that yeah. is so new like so who who was your inspiration i mean like you you started with samir uh, and to the people who are listening to this samir uh, patange is a well renowned uh, tattoo artist of india he owns this studio called as crayons you started working with him and then deep uh, became your uh, mentor if i can yes but who was your inspiration there must be somebody else that you thought damn i want to do it like this guy or or girl um I think when I saw Samir's work, that blew my brain. Is this even possible? That happened. So uh, he was my first idol, and then uh, I came around artists on again Facebook. You know, uh, watching a lot of people's work. Chris Neves was uh, is this Australian artist, mm. and I've seen him from years tattooing. Mm. um nick baxter all these guys have been there for a long time um anil gupta you know his biomex his skin tears uh, these effects that he added mm. just made the tattoo look so much more real i would say you know it was real but how do you say 3d or mm-hmm. you know more lively it didn't right. like a tattoo it looked like it's there it <laughs> that skin tear okay kisi ne iska chamdi faada hai you know it was real so yeah man paul booth he is crazy mm. and now as uh, as we grow every day Uh, one thing that he says has stuck with me so hard mm. is he says his tattoos are going to look much better in next 20 25 years wow. he's seeing so far so if you've seen if you come across his uh, 25 year old tattoos you'll see what, what i mean oh shit how tattoos are supposed to look they are supposed to be with you and age with you as time passes by but not fade away they grow with you 25 years 30 years is how much it should last and not how uh, it looks when it's freshly done you know like everybody wants to take a picture when it's freshly done no wait it out it's there with you yeah you can take better pictures later so you have to look in so far away and these guys inspire they tell you what and how it's supposed to be that is all you know like a fame thing it looks nice oh you're a tattoo artist no it's a serious job yeah man, these guys not just inspire by their works but so much more damn this is so Oh, you know, it 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 is something like that because I'll tell you when my fascination with tattoos started. Okay, uh, there was this channel called as TLC. There was this program called as Miami Ink and LA Ink. Yes. So people used to just walk in, get tattoos done, and share the stories. And that's when I kind of got to know that you know, tattoo must mean something. It's not right. a fashion accessory. It's something right. more than that. Right. And I. I had decided that day that you know if I'm going to get any tattoo done I'm going to get it done because I want to I want to have a story attached to it and I'm proud to say that every tattoo of mine I have seven tattoos now and every mm-hmm. tattoo of mine has a story so I mean it it is so much more than just a fashion accessory it's so much more than just your yeah and I I'd also say that uh yes your tattoos should also have stories it's it's every tattoo has a different kind of story mm. so you can't really streamline it mm. you know a lot of people would have drunk stories or <laughs> a lot of people would have uh, boyfriend girlfriend stories you know getting names and then <laughs> getting cover ups or uh, 
or it is just pure art right. you know, someone uh, why do you buy paintings you go to shops you buy random paintings you don't even know the artist but it looks nice you come and hang it on your wall so now uh, your wall looks nice it, earlier it was empty now there is a very nice painting to look at mm. there is a story of how you got that painting yeah or much you would have, uh, would have struggled or bargained whatever you mm. know there there will be a story of how you got that framed onto your wall goes with tattoos it it can have a personal uh, or emotional uh, background onto your tattoo or it can just be art you let the artist do whatever the kind of work the artist does and then you leave the trust because yeah. it is the trust factor right even right. if you give them uh, give an artist of what you want like i said earlier he will have he or she will have their touch to it mm. so it's not going to be 100% of what you will expect 99% but i guess uh, right now it has become more of a culture right now that people are getting more and more tattoos done uh, yeah. it was a trend uh back in i can say 2010 to 2015 like that people just wanted to get it done for the sake of it and it was cheaper ba- back then it is a yeah. little bit more expensive now so um, it started with tribal tattoos and mm. something that was a tattoo you know on the body yeah but now it has come to art you know it it took that many years it has always been art but for everyone to learn and understand because in india it's still very new mm. it's been there in other parts of the world it's been there and it's been there also as an art and not just marking your body absolutely you know, new zealand you go to japan you in india you know rajasthan gujarat uh, my grandmom had uh, marks on her body now we call it tattoos <laughs> yeah you know they were tattoos i asked her how it was done you make a paste and and you burn the needle and you poke mm. hand poking yeah you know so now there are different terms to it now there is technology so mm. uh, everything is advanced your inks your needles your machines everything has gone to wireless you just put it in your pocket take it out switch it on and it runs so oh, there oh. are no cables there is no hassle because it is a time taking job also right we have electric vehicles coming out everybody is growing in their industry and then everything is you know just interrelated of how you yeah. use it and how you take it forward yeah So right now you are this kind of a traveling tattoo artist right you've been yeah. traveling uh so what when did you decide to become this ta- a traveling tattooist or uh, tattoo artist and what inspired you um, i've always had a thing for driving you know being on the road so uh-huh. when i moved back to uh, bombay in 2014 uh I got the car in 2015 so my bolero so I got her in 2015 and in a week I uh, came to Bangalore driving now uh, have a lot of equipments and you know luggage you just want to be at your comfort because I've done buses and had done enough you know traveling in buses so i'm like now i have a car i can just drive so i drove down with all my luggage and it was convenient mm. because i have equipments that i'm carrying it was just very uh, you know convenient because it's safe i you you carry it around or transport it in a bus you never know what will happen to your equipments correct so that was my comfort there and then I started doing trips to Bangalore from Bombay like 3 4 times in a year. The more I started driving, I'm like this is what I am going to do. 
now if i'm going anywhere i am going to drive why take flights or or any other mode of transport when i can drive myself there that's so that's amazing that happened i drove to delhi uh, for the convention hot work that took a convention so next was delhi you know do in in distance covering distance uh, from 1000 to you know 1400 so i was pushing my limits and then one day something just hit me i'm like that to travel jeep repeat that happened and never looking back that's great i mean yeah i mean the tattoo travel jeep repeat has become very famous uh with you and uh, i was uh, actually ankit uh, who was my school senior he got when he got the badges <laughs> done from bunker badger i was yeah. like wow is somebody else stealing this guy's shit now <laughs> <laughs> no man ankit <laughs> been he's been one of my strongest support man yeah He's, yeah he was guy. telling me you know he was telling me he was showing me uh, he sent me a photo and he was like he was asking me how do you know shashi i was like yeah hmm. man i've known him for a while and he was he was telling me and i'm i'm so happy like you know he was so connected with you that he did all of these things and he was like i went there to get the tattoo done from shashi yes. because you know i did not want anybody else to touch me and i was like wow dedication <laughs> yeah it, it's also the comfort level no yeah. one uh you you meet someone like it's like how you make friends hmm the ones you are comfortable with you chill with them more so that th- i think that also happened that we connected and and then yeah man we've had a long journey yeah i mean i he showed me a picture of his tattoo that he that's in the works i guess right now and it looked so good which uh, one was it i it was on his right arm i think yeah i think it was in his uh, right arm Four? i don't remember what it was uh, inner arm yeah inner arm inner arm uh, i done his uh, niece's portrait ah i think so i don't remember you know but i'll share the photo with you and it it was just amazing like it had shashi prajapati written all over it, you know <laughs> you have a touch Yeah. And I let me tell you one thing. The tattoo that you did for me in 2013, mm-hmm. I guess, that's the last tattoo that I ever got done. It's time, bro. It's time. How much would you wait? It's time. Plan <laughs> a session. Oh, shit. You're coming in Feb to Bangalore? Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So, uh, we'll do one thing. You know what? I want to get a tattoo done. Like, let, let's fix this right now. Uh, if I am going let's... to come to Goa in January... I'm going to sit mm-hmm. down. I, I don't want something too fancy. I just want my logo and my uh, brand name or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll just figure that out. I'll just figure that out. I have to come up with a story now. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to get that done. So like you know, I will get in touch that's, with you. And, and 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 you know what? We're going to do a video uh, at this time. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make a video of the entire process because I think it's high time people actually see the way you work. I don't know if you've gotten any videos done before but you know it'll be my honor to do that. Let's do that bro. Yeah. Let's do that. Even I'm working on uh making few videos and putting it out on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, slowly it'll start all coming out. You'll see. Wow. So do you do you actually stay in a particular place for so long uh or you just keep on moving just whenever you feel like just pack up and leave? Um not randomly because see uh, my money making comes only from that way uh-huh. so i have to plan i i just can't randomly get up one day and be like ha oh, i want to go here mm. i do that also but then that uh, doesn't last very long or you have to then go with the flow but i do have a vague idea of where i'm going to go for how long and how i'm going to figure out my uh, work stay food everything hmm. i do have a vague idea of uh, for how many months or days i will be traveling to a place so let's say my last trip you know in which i started in may hmm. uh, uh that that completes me coming back to goa completes my second 
circle of you know, north south to north and south to north wow like in in two years non stop uh, i have been home just in two years a month in breaks like a week a week just when i'm crossing bombay oh wow that is so constantly i've been the last two years especially uh-huh move on the move so uh when i started it was goa um mumbai gujarat rajasthan uh haryana delhi chandigarh no sorry i skipped delhi uh chandigarh and then manali dharamshala leh ladakh and then i also went around uh, leh ladakh uh i saw this village uh, chushul and hanle chushul is your last village on on the china border side oh so driving through that was another experience and then coming back down from leh to manali to delhi to, and then gujarat bombay and now i'm back in goa oh my god it's like a <laughs> dream job um, all the six months about six year six eight months for a year dude right now right now i would do anything to have to have <laughs> what you have because traveling enjoying what you're doing uh while you travel and uh, you know meeting people along the way i think this is something that is going to be even more the highlight right because you meet yeah. people and different cultures you kind of absorb it like do you miss the city hustle when you're doing all of these things do you miss okay i i don't i miss having food over here i miss going and watching a movie uh, i miss just not really in fact when i'm driving back down from the mountains and when i hit the city roads i'll be like oh my god so much traffic city uh, not so much but yeah city has its own vibes mm-hmm. so coming back to it once in a while and doing those little things for whatever little time i'm around mm-hmm. and then going that's a that's good enough wow. it's not like i have to be uh, in city for a month or two right right that's true you know? because i'm missing it not because of that if there are different reasons then you know my work or travel then then it's a different scenario or family different scenario but if i'm missing the city and i want to come and stay in the city is a little rare right now <laughs> <laughs> well i can totally understand i mean i think um, anybody given a chance to go out uh, and work travel see the beautiful things especially on the road drive i don't think anybody would give that up for a uh, city life but of course there are few people and their choices are different but you know tell yeah. me this you said you've been traveling for the last 2 years you've done this whole south and north thing more than uh, mm-hmm. more than once what keeps you going i mean is there a point where you feel okay this is it i i'm tired or is there something that keeps you going actually like i can still do this what is that i want to go more places uh-huh. and every place i go i want a tattoo there so it's not only about me going to a place to see how beautiful it is that adds but i also want to tattoo in that beautiful location like actually have a mark yes wow. that's my trip at least for me like i have gone around uh, so many states and i've tattooed in so, uh, so many states or cities or villages or you know mm. so that's the thing i want to go places and tattoo that's what keeps you going yeah wow because see, driving uh, is become a very crucial part of me like if i am stationary in a place for 2 or 3 months i have to go around driving mm. i have to have my recharge <laughs> you know i have to go drive at least 100 kilometers to have my recharge uh, and roads man roads teach you a lot you can't be a dick when you are on the road mm-hmm. 
you know when when we are in our area we have our own swag on hmm. you know bhai idhar mere ko sab janta hai aur uh yahan pe mere ko koi kuch nahi karega you have that little attitude uh tu janta nahi mera baap kaun hai type hmm. but when you are on the road you have to leave everything back at home because otherwise you can't survive when you're going in different places you need to get along with people mm. and you can't do that being a dick or throwing your attitude of any kind so, so that just makes you it puts you in your place and you be and then that's what molds you also mm. so getting along and getting around all of that also becomes one thing and then that is what makes you yeah like uh, i come to bangalore my hindi or my english changes completely mm. or if i am talking to my bangalore boys my english will change mm. i'll have all the does in every sentence <laughs> and it just comes naturally to me yeah or if in the mountains then i i will add bhai ji to you know address the person mm. or the that's how you address and that so you learn you learn different cultures actually see how people are living that is amazing man because i think uh, one thing that india offers other than so many other things that it does is so many cultures that we have and yes. the only way to be exposed to that is if you go and live amongst it Yes, you just cannot read about it and think, "Oh, it's nice." I mean, I can listen to you right now and I can picture what you're saying, but until unless I don't experience calling someone Baiji or Didi, I don't think I will feel belong to that particular thing. So, I, I'm I'm so blown away that you're doing all of these things, and uh, I, actually, you know what? I'm sure you had like such beautiful career so far. I mean, I can just picture it right now. Touch wood. Yes, <laughs> touch wood. <laughs> What a journey! <laughs> yeah, what a beautiful journey. What was yeah, the highlight? Man. What was the highlight of your tattooing career so far? Oh man, recent achievement, I would say. Um, so Kardumla peak, uh, Kardumla top at seventeen thousand five hundred eighty-two feet. You know, above altitude. Mm-hmm. Driving there itself is a thrill for a lot of riders. any rider or uh, driver who's listening they'll know uh, kardungla is because it's at the height it has a hype mm. you know what i mean because driving up after driving there i realized it's not very difficult like the terrain is not very difficult but because it's at that height mm. makes all the it gives you all the challenges because there is less oxygen Mm-hmm. you can't be there for uh, more than half an hour push it wow. you you'll start getting headaches you 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 have to pop medicines getting at that height itself is crazy and when i drove drove up there on my birthday when i turned 31 drove up there and that that was my highlight that you know i i drove to kardungla uh, on my birthday and then uh, after reaching the top i got talking to the army officers there you know how they survive or how they live there at such a height and me uh, with my jeep there and you know the whole presence they were intrigued they wanted to know what's your trip bro you know why <laughs> what is all this fancy looking thing on your car like oh so many stickers what is this so i explained what i do and thankfully i was carrying my equipments with me i was on my way to nubra valley mm. and uh, i happened to talk to them and you know uh, someone's interested Mm. in getting a tattoo i'm like yeah i can open a shop right here i have all my equipments i can tattoo whoever wants and that happened oh shit but that's not it it didn't happen on that particular day i went for my trip i came back 
the same road and then got talking uh, found someone to tattoo and then i'm not giving out uh, the inside details mm-hmm. so i'm believed i found someone mm-hmm. uh, uh, who but they wanted a dad you know but at a height so got talking i i have opened my bag uh, i'm going to start the setup and then i was asked to leave now uh, i was given a bunker uh, army guys they have uh, you know one or two bunkers for tourists mm. who are on the road and if you get stuck or if the weather gets bad and if you can't go down from the peak mm. you know because they are the ones who are taking care of our mountains right so you if you can't go they take care of you there and so they have space right. i got some space and uh for whatever reasons i was asked to go back and i was told you can't do it so i had to uh close my bag and put it back in the car and think it's done but i'm like not happening bro i am not going without tattooing here like i have come so far i had lost my way i have come back 80 kilometers i am not going without tattooing and i broke down lot of prayers uh too many things happened and then finally it happened i got to tattoo on the khardung lot top my god in 2500 feet so i was there for you know about 5 to 6 hours mm. uh, breathing uh becomes a little bit of an issue you start getting headaches and stuff like that mm. but we were taken care you know we had heater around and because they are living there no they yeah. they can't just be out there in the cold yeah so they had arrangements for us and that made the entire process very smooth like it didn't re- feel like i am on a height because i am in a bunker mm. but but yeah i could feel like i had headaches i could feel it by the end and then driving down from the hill uh, from the mountain at 11 pm or 12 oh that was another drive coming down oh i'm i'm kind of imagining it how it would be for you and how it would be being there and you actually did it i was really i'm like i'm not going back sorry what <laughs> <laughs> i do i had to explain it to so many people uh so many officers uh now as we speak i realize it it was also important for them to know mm. you know because they have to see who they are going to let in yeah or who's going to stay here for how many hours mm. so they are going to ask you questions yeah yeah and yeah. And, and it's only normal like we have cops asking us random questions which are not even required but there it is required so i think it all worked out is what i took away that it all worked out mm. and, and it worked out so well that i went back to do another tattoo i did two tattoos on the top oh shit <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was on a trip <laughs> i always so yeah man that happened <laughs> oh that definitely is a highlight you know actually you must have had a lot of amazing sessions with your clients right like every yeah. every session is a different story it's a different human <laughs> being it's a different tattoo like you said it's it's a different day it's a different mindset which which session stood out for you like yeah i'll add a little more on the khardungla Okay. So that uh we did it on the 30th of August. Okay. And 2nd September was uh, Ganesh Chaturthi. Okay. So we got Ganesha on Khardungla permanent. Oh shit. <laughs> so that that's how I look at it at least, you know. Cuz now everybody uh, Ganesh Chaturthi you you welcome Ganesha home. Yeah. 
and the rituals happened and i think for me that was the rituals on the top doing a ganesha piece so that is something that i will remember for the rest of my life wow uh, that that's yeah a short one another piece i would say this guy i met in pushkar last year okay around the same time around the same time and uh max uh, he wanted a chest piece done like he's in india he wanted a tattoo in india and we happened to be staying at the same hostel and i was also uh, working from there you know making my way working there mm. and we met he saw my work we chilled uh, we got along and then started working on his design he got a full chest piece done now my challenge was he had gotten a heart surgery when when he was a kid mm. so there's a huge stitch mark that uh, goes from the center of his chest sternum to uh, to the belly okay and, and you can literally see his heart beat oh like the skin uh, there has become such that uh you see the marks and you see the heartbeat and we were both worried how we are going to do it hmm. he did have a question once uh how are we going to do it because you can see my heartbeat and you know you can see the skin go up and down wow. but now if i'm going to go over it he's like bhai puncher to nahi kar dega na you know so Uh, but i was confident and uh, as we progressed uh, a lot of my experience came along as we progressed doing the piece and what i did was i didn't push down the needle i just held it there i let the skin do the job i let his feet do the job i didn't actually go over and you know pull a line or put a dot mm you know, with pressure because you can't do that yeah. it's very risky already right so i just held it there and i let it do and and it worked out so i think that was one crazy piece that i got to do and something you know right on the heart beat you know? wow so like heart right on the heart yeah is this is this piece that you did on on instagram on your page yes yes Yeah, yeah. Okay. I put it up. Wow. So if if people who are listening to this, uh, uh, the full chest piece. Yeah, the full chest All piece. It's yeah. Shashi's your uh, Instagram is going to be linked in the show notes anyway, so people can check out. Uh, you awesome. can uh, follow him, and they can also check out his amazing work. It's just amazing. I mean, every piece of art that you have done has your signature on it, and. Uh, I'm like not literally not not a signature, but your signature style, <laughs> your signature yeah. style on it, and that yeah. that that seems like a very life-altering session, man. I mean, like I would have been shitting bricks if someone was actually drawing <laughs> yeah. on my chest while my heart was throbbing. I would be and shitting. And to an extent, it is also a painful spot. Mm. So, if it wasn't for Max. like the amount of trust he had and the amount of control he had on his breath mm. Mm. you know it, it had to work out both ways it's not always the tattoo artist or how he does the job you know how uh, the client sits under the needle uh, whether you are irritating your artist or are you chill uh, letting them do be in their space you do your own thing uh, you know so all those things matter and now where i've come my sessions i don't like anyone around i would prefer not to have uh, anyone around except for me and and the canvas or my client wow because it is our time right it's wow. our time to it is my workspace now in offices you can't have 10 people coming and chilling right absolutely so our workspace You don't need ten people having a party. <laughs> Only one guy is getting a tattoo done. Only he needs to be there. Maybe one more person, 
now the sessions the way i like to do them they have changed over the years mm-hmm. sure when you are in a, a commercial studio or in your big studio space then you can't have everything mm-hmm. there will be 10 people around but every chance i get that you know especially when i'm on the move mm-hmm. when i'm not going in studios and just tattoo the way i like it's amazing wow. uh, like how ankit had come mm-hmm. uh, to the shala you know that was a different session the from all our different all our sessions that we have done in bangalore and in in our friend studios so uh, doing in the mountains in in your zone was is is different before we like end the podcast uh, i mean amazing journey i'm sure that you've had yeah. but if anybody else wants to start on this journey like you know if somebody who is an aspiring tattoo artist uh, who is in that age right now who has to make a decision about their career what would your mm. advice be for people like them find a teacher find a mentor don't go to school because in schools there are in a class there are 30 or 40 kids only one makes it right mm-hmm. and then everybody else is lost but if you find a teacher uh and be an apprentice you you get to learn one on one you also get to learn the studio surroundings you you get to learn a lot of things find a teacher be an apprentice slog it out and that is what will make you a good tattoo artist and at the same time a good person also mm. because it is a crucial job somebody is risking their skin you know trusting in you mm. now how you make that person feel comfortable mm. and how you do the whole process tattooing is not supposed to be comfortable it's supposed to pain so if you go to a studio and be an apprentice you learn 10 things you sure go to school and also learn 10 different things but but you're only given a bite you know you can't really have the whole thing what we were taught in school was different right yeah absolutely what we were taught in school was different and how we work things around now they match up but yeah. not so much end of the day it's life wow that is that is some strong advice over there so um before uh, i end uh, the podcast i have one question that i ask everyone and uh, it is something very important for me because i just recently mm-hmm. started doing this uh yeah if you congratulations <laughs> of you you are also one inspiration oh thank you thank you so much I... yeah man i haven't gotten to doing the things you're doing i'm i'm yet to start my youtube videos and you know stuff like that mm-hmm. but you're killing <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you that means a lot that actually means a lot like uh, so so this thing is i've recently started this thing called as human to do list uh, mm-hmm. that uh, people should do on a daily mm-hmm. basis basic thing that a pe- that a individual should do on a daily basis so what would mm-hmm. you add on the list that uh, someone should do on a daily basis irrespective of their talent or skill or anything but something that they should do at least on a, a weekly basis at least uh fold your blanket when you wake up okay and go for a drive once a week at least ah uh, drive open your brain up wow it works for me so let's see if, if that helps yeah Uh, and that is something that everybody can do i mean of course people who cannot drive they can still go with the people who drive just take a cab and go for a drive just sit behind watch the beauty go see what all is happening around uh, how your driver is driving how he is talking to someone just just the little things mm. but go out you'll see that is amazing that is that is something that is really good so that definitely goes on the human to do list so it's yeah. very simple fold the blanket simple. go out go out go out and drive <laughs> yeah go out and drive yeah so so um 
how can people get in touch with you if they want to get in touch with you if they want to book an appointment with you how can they get in touch with you mm, uh facebook instagram or whatsapp whatever works yeah man that's on there on instagram uh my work page is shayona tattoos that's where i only put my work mm-hmm. uh and tattoo travel jeep repeat is me so that's that's my profile you will see my travel work it'll be a mix of life that is amazing i'm going to put all the links in the show notes so people can get in touch with you um yeah. i think that's about it i think this was an amazing session uh <laughs> it almost felt like i was getting a tattoo <laughs> Hey, we'll do a tattoo. There are a lot more stories, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I want to. I, I, you know what? In January, when I meet you, uh, if I am coming, if the plan is going to be finalized, I will let you know in advance. We'll book an appointment and we'll get the tattoo. I don't care, even if it's like a small symbol. I no, want. No, we to. do something. We do. We do something nice. Yeah, that, that, that I'm really looking forward. So, thank you so much, Shashi. This has been hey, immense. Thank you, bro. <laughs> thank you for having me here and letting me do this i haven't done it before yeah so nice i will see you in goa see you in goa man see ya bye good see night you, cheers good night that was one hell of an interview and a story wasn't it i've known shashi for so long but this was the first time i sat down and i listened to his story and i'm so glad that i did it I truly enjoyed interviewing him and if you did enjoy this episode as well please to take a screenshot of this episode on whatever platform you're listening to and put it up on your Instagram stories and tag me my handle is saisandesh markam and tag shashi as well his handle is tattoo travel jeep repeat the links are in the show notes of this episode and please let us know what you thought about this episode i'm sure both of us would really appreciate your thoughts on this episode as always if you have any feedback or any suggestions or any constructive criticism for me please do email me my email id is saisandeshmarkam@icloud.com or send me a tweet on twitter my handle again is saisandeshmarkam your suggestions your advice will actually help me grow and i will take them very seriously and apply them to this podcast so that's about it i will see you next monday My name is Saisandesh Markham and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Woo!